excuse the cliche, but it's Miller time. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm uh, quite fine. A little bit of a late night with a West Coast basketball game, but uh, sure was fun. First of all, thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys, even the Auburn fans that have tuned in. I did a crossover episode with Zach Blackerby, who's the best in the business. A lot better than us. Um, he's our boss, too, by the way. But um, And it was funny. I mean, it, you know, some people were like, hey, this is a good perspective. Other people were like, Bammer's going to Bammer. So, I mean, you know, you can't really win, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter. It was fun. I love Zach Blackerby. And I got to meet him in the airport, Jimmy. I got to meet him in the airport. He just happened yeah. to be in the airport when I was there to pick up my children. So it was cool. This first time we've ever met in person. But, Jimmy, I think where we're going to start first is basketball. I know the Iron Bowl tomorrow. This is going to be an abbreviated podcast. I want to tell everybody immediately because I'm sick. You can totally tell by my voice. I have not been well. My daughter's sick. Everybody's sick. It's awful. But it's Okay. Um, the great thing about being sick is I took some NyQuil, went to bed early, but I woke up about, uh, five minutes ago in the first half of the Alabama game, went back to sleep for halftime, woke up again and got to see the second half. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Look, I've been saying this the whole time. It is not like I'm a genius because any idiot could have seen Brandon Miller play and said these things. Brandon Miller is a freak azoid. I don't know what else to say. He's he's a freak of nature. He's going to have some bad games, so y'all just prepare yourself for that. He'll have a bad game sometime. But right now, he is playing as well as anybody in these United States of America, and he is amazing. He could end up being the best player Alabama's ever had. I, and I know it's five games in, and that's like way over the top, way hyperbolic. But, man, you tell me another player that has looked like him, that has been as fluid as him, that has the shot he has, that's so pure. I mean, the shot he hit before half, Jimmy, where he the follow-through, like his hand was just fluttering. It was so beautiful. You knew it was going in. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, talent, the talent's unbelievable. Uh, one of the things I want to do uh, when football is sort of – Put together uh, a panel of, uh, of of Alabama basketball experts like yourself, maybe passing, maybe some others, and and like, okay, who are the best players to ever play basketball at Alabama? I mean, who is Brandon trying to catch here? Because I mean, that that's how good he is, and and he deserves that conversation. Uh, what's interesting to me, I, I said this before the season started. Uh, curious to see Brandon Miller it, is. Is he going to be the best prospect in this on this team in this league, or is he going to be the best player? Dude, he's the best player, or certainly a candidate to be the best player in the SEC. And if you're the best player in the SEC, then you might be the best player in the country. That's the way I look at it. And uh, man, he he is phenomenally talented. He is gifted to be his his length. And, and and to have that, and then on top of it all, he wins a hard hat. And, and and again, I want to stress that that's not a subjective thing that the coaches just all huddle up together and say, okay, who played hard? Let's give it to Brandon. No, it's a point system that they use to determine 
who played with the, the best lunch pail attitude, who played the hardest. And, and he, he won that. And that's how you know he's special because, hey, some, some kids that are, that are that supremely, supremely gifted, some of them kind of develop a prima donna type attitude and they become difficult to coach and they're not team first guys. Brandon absolutely is a team first guy, plays within the offense, doesn't really take bad shots, uh, passes the ball, defends, rebounds, had nine rebounds last night, and uh, led Alabama to a win over Blue Blood Michigan State and now UConn in what has got to be the bluest-blooded holiday tournament of all time. Yeah, it really is. Um, And Alabama's one-point favorite tonight. So, and UConn's beaten everybody by like 20 points that they played. They just eviscerated Oregon last night. So that's going to be a tough test for Alabama. There's no doubt about it. Um, Noah Clowney also playing much better than we thought. It's it's kind of crazy that this class was ranked number three in the country, and I think they're better than we thought. I mean, I mean the, the Clowney's been incredible. Um, Miller, of course, has been incredible. Um, and then Namari Burnett, who really this is his first year, man, he played well last night. Um, everybody did. I mean, Pringle, he, he didn't get that many minutes, but he played well. Betty Ako is playing within himself. Now, look, he needs to finish a little better. He def- definitely does. And But you know what? Michigan State also, by the way, did you see that guy step on his ankle? That was yeah. total BS. And I oh, hope somebody does something about that because that's the kind of stuff to get somebody hurt. And it was clear as day. Um, I also thought the line of the year – was uh, Bill Walton said something like, can you get that high? Or I, I, I don't know that I can get that high. And the, the other broadcast said, I bet you can, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. uh, talking about a Brandon Miller block. But uh, you're right. Look, we're, we're going to run out of superlatives for Brandon Miller. And what's beautiful is the country is certainly taking notice. He is, he's been called the best freshman by a lot of services now, and I don't think there's any doubt about it. it you mentioned, is he the best prospect or best player? Why didn't he both? I mean, he's a better prospect than Oscar Sheebway, I think. I love Oscar Sheebway. I think he's a great player. But um, he's a better prospect because if, if Oscar were a better prospect, he would have gone last year. Well, one, of our better, one of our better comps, and I, I, I guess it's Alabama-Auburn weekend, so it makes sense. I think one of our better comps that we talked about uh, all offseason, Luke, about the basketball team was comparing Brandon Miller to Jabari Smith and hoping that not only would their games be really similar, and they are very similar in terms of like their skill sets and very similar to me but what we were hoping is hey you know Auburn had a special season last year it didn't work out for them in the postseason as they hoped but they had a special season in large part because Jabari Smith sort of led them to that special season and 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 can Brandon do the same thing for Alabama that Jabari did for Auburn so far the answer is oh yeah and 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 maybe just maybe Brandon's got a better sporting cast than even Jabari had a year ago. But I find their games very similar. Uh, another comp that I saw that I like a lot, and again, it's so unfair because we're talking about an NBA great. But uh, I think, uh, you know, I can't take credit for it, and I can't tell you who did, but uh, I, I do think Brandon's skill set is similar to Paul George in the NBA. That's who he sort of reminds me of a, a lot of him. Yeah, and he's got just a tremendous wingspan. Look, shout out to Javon Quinterly, too. Man, Quinterly is playing so well to be coming back. And props to him for being cool with coming off the bench. And, I mean, it, he just about had to because of the injury. But, I mean, right. he's taking it so well. He's taking Sears it. Sears is a good player. Sears he, is a good player. They need Sears. Oh, man, I, how can I forget Sears? He's, he's, 
Jimmy, I'm so fired up. I'm so fired up. I can't wait for the Gonzaga game in Birmingham. Can't wait for the Houston game. Look, Houston's going to be hell. I mean, they're going to be tough, but I think we got a shot. Let me go ahead and tell everybody about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is where you want to go. That is where the game starts. I'm telling you, anything you want to bet on, you can bet on it. BetOnline.net. They got everything MMA, boxing, horse racing, basketball, football baseball there's probably some japanese baseball league you can bet on through there i hadn't looked but i bet there is if you go to betonline.net it is so awesome so easy it's easy to navigate it's easy to deposit and easy to withdraw at betonline.net you will absolutely love it go check it out go there that is where the game starts bet online where the game starts all right jimmy um you know we've kind of run through the iron bowl a lot um so i guess we'll sort of Leave that there, but I, I wanted to spend the second segment still talking about the the Lane Kiffin thing because I think it does affect Alabama so much. Oh, um, last night, Lane Kiffin uh, and Ole Miss they lose at home to Mississippi State um, in very Lane Kiffin esque fashion. I mean, it was just brutal. He he made some really dumb mistakes, if you ask me. Um, and I like Lane Kiffin a lot. I do. I think he's great. But boy, it, I think the shine's off a little bit, right? I mean. I've been saying if Auburn hires him, I still think it's a good hire. I do. Do I think it's a home run? No, I don't. I don't know. There have been some Auburn fans that have had trouble understanding what I'm saying here. Just because I think he's the best hire of this cycle doesn't mean he's a home run, right? I think it can be a stand-up triple. Now I'm thinking it's more of a sliding double. Um, you know, he's 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 a very interesting coach. I think he'll bring instant PR to Auburn, instant notoriety to Auburn, bring the spotlight back to Auburn. But let's also not kid ourselves. I mean, the times he was going for it on fourth down last night, the times he didn't kick a field goal. I mean, all these things, they, he really he really sort of messed that game up last night. They should have won that. Well, I've been talking about it for a while. Uh, I'm a less of a Lane fan than most Alabama fans are. I get that he's funny, and he is. I get that he's cool <laughs> for a football coach. He certainly is. I He's charming. I, I using that word, but uh, but it, I think it just fits him. Uh, he, he you know he he talks to the media and and fans swoon. Uh, he's also I think an outstanding play caller. Uh, I think he's a good offense designer. I think uh, he might even be an offensive genius. I'm, I'm fine with people calling him that. But this is what now has a pretty long track record: Raiders, USC, FAU, Ole Miss. That's a long track record of being a head coach. And he has really just about zero good wins. Zero. Zero. Who's he beat? What has he done uh, in terms of winning? Uh, Chavis, uh, the writer uh, today uh, on, on some site, John Chavis uh, is really good. He, he has a good tweet. Go go look at his tweets about Lane's record. He didn't beat a playoff team with the Raiders. He's beaten like uh, – uh, he's only beaten – I think in his whole life uh, as a head coach has beaten three teams that finished in the top 25 ever three, two of them were last season. And one of them was beating Indiana in a bowl game. I mean, he, 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 he doesn't have big wins. He doesn't, he hasn't built a program that has sustained any success for any period of time. Yeah. He won 10 games at Ole Miss. That is impressive. He basically beat a lot of teams he was supposed to. He certainly, I mean, his best two wins last year were Texas A&M. Uh, I, I think he did beat Arkansas, you know, at home 
in a game that was, by the way, decided on the last play. And that was like his the best team he beat. Uh, so I, I just think you can look at Lane's record and be unimpressed. This was the whole reason that if Auburn had hired Lane, and they still might, uh, I'm not too worried. Uh, I tell you, Hugh Freeze isn't going to worry me either. But I, I, I will flat out state like the grass is green and the sky is blue. Hugh Freeze is a better coach than Lane Kiffin. Hugh does have big seasons. He has built sustainable, successful programs at Ole Miss and then Liberty. Uh, he has won big games. He beat Alabama twice. Uh, Lane, Lane certainly hasn't done anything like that. Um, Lane's just come close um, a couple of times. But uh, Hugh Freeze, I think, is a better football coach. Is he as charming and cool and funny? He's none of those things. He's, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, pretty unlikable. But, uh, but he does win. And he's, he would win at Auburn, I think, more than Lane would. So I hope Auburn does hire Lane and not Hugh. Although, again, Hugh Freeze doesn't uh, frighten me as an Alabama fan. You know, they're not going to hire him now, and his name doesn't come up. Uh, the name out there kind of scared me to death was Sonny Dykes. I mean, him and that crazy offense and and, and and running up and down and the same offense Tennessee has. And and that, that stuff will work. Work against Alabama. Work against anybody. And, and uh Sonny Dykes, that, that name's what scared me, and thankfully he's not in their top five. Yeah, and I'm with you on everything you said. I also think Hugh Freeze is a better fit for Auburn. I think Hugh Freeze would embrace yeah. Auburn. You know, and their their mantra now is if you love Auburn, Auburn will love you back. And frankly, I agree with that. Now, I can spin that to a uh, – the, the Alabama – take perspective is that that's a cultish mentality the Auburn take is this a family mentality understand that's what rivals do but I think Hugh Freeze would embrace Auburn love Auburn I think he's got a place at Lake Martin I think he even might be a member at Willow Point uh, Country Club where I grew up and um, I think he's got a daughter at Auburn I mean he, he would just put his arms around Auburn and, I, and as long as he wins I think Auburn would put their arms around him back now Lane, he would be the best coach in a while I mean I, I think yeah. he's better than Gus Probably. I think one of the things that I respect Hugh for in terms of why I think he's a good coach, Luke, is uh, regardless of how he got players at Ole Miss, uh, I think he understands that it all has to be about recruiting. Yeah. It all has to be about recruiting. And, and I, I think he understands that. And I, I, I think if he, with NIL advantages that Auburn may have, uh, I, I could see him being pretty, pretty uh, formidable on the, uh, on the recruiting trail at, at, at Auburn. And that's why, you know, I hope it's not Hugh. The funny thing is every, every Auburn fan, they want Lane. I hope yeah. you get him. If they hire Hugh, they're going to go, oh, crap. Guess we got to hire Hugh. And, I, and then I'm going to be the one going, oh, crap, they hired Hugh. If somebody doesn't bring an inflatable sex doll to the Iron Bowl next year, if they hire Hugh Freeze, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> but, um, Jimmy, we'll see. We should know pretty soon what Auburn's going to do. And um, it's going to be interesting uh, no matter what happens. So You have a strange halftime plan for the Iron Bowl next year. Um, that's going to do it for me because I'm seriously about to pass out. So, uh, regardless, I hope everybody has a great Iron Bowl. hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, we will talk to you guys again after the Iron Bowl. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.